0: Welcome to BIV Today, the daily podcast from the news from a business of Vancouver. I'm Kurt LePoint, publisher and editor-in-chief. You know, Michael Lee ran in uh, the 2018 BC Liberal leadership campaign. He finished uh, finished pretty close. Really, I think, surprised a fair number of people about how closely he did finish uh, because he, he was still at that point a relatively new MLA and he was up against, in a couple of cases, some better known rivals. So it's logical. Uh, that he would have spent the last three years on the front bench of the legislature in opposition and then determined to contest the leadership again to succeed Andrew Wilkinson. Let's find out how he's going to do that. Michael Lee, the Liberal MLA for Vancouver Langara, joins me now. Good to see you again.
1: Great to see you, Kirk. Thanks for having me on.
0: You're looking very healthy. Um, Now, uh, let me ask you about this. What did that first leadership contest teach you about how to run this time?
1: Well, Kirk, I, I believe this leadership race is an entirely different process from last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time, uh, as you say, I was a rookie MLA, as they call me. Uh, I was an MLA for all of three months for Vancouver Langara. And uh, uh, we had put together our team like the other teams after Christy uh, Clark uh, stepped aside within one month and launched uh, had a number of months through the fall of 2017. And we uh, through debates and the various showcases and signing up members. Uh, I learned a lot from that campaign in the sense of, I spoke to to issues around how do we broaden our appeal? How do we reach out to those who have been uh, longstanding members of our party, but also new members and others that we want to attract to our party because our base continues to shrink. Uh, Certainly uh, when you look at the 2009 to 2013, the 2017 elections, that's the case. And of course, today, as a result of that unfortunate, unnecessary snap election in 2020, uh, we're even further down uh, in terms of uh, voter support. So it's important that we take the time as the party has done. Uh, I know you've, you've uh, commented on the uh, uh, campaign defree report that the party released. Uh, there's been lots of conversations. I've been very deliberate in the approach this time around. Yeah. Uh, and really speak more to the values that I want to rebuild this party about. last time as much as it was about renewal, uh, this time is about a total rebuild for the party.
0: Yeah. So so tell me a little bit about what you've concluded about the party's own challenges, you know the the values you feel it needs to uh, to convey and, and what it needs to do now.
1: Well Kirk, I'm running to restore trust uh, for the BC level party. I believe that that is the number one thing that we can be doing uh, in this leadership race. Uh, So many British Columbians and party members have lost trust in our party. We became disconnected. uh, And I think that uh, to do that, uh, I've committed to lead with integrity, to not be beholden to any special interests. Uh, I think that one of the largest uh, regrets that I have for the team was that we didn't change the fundraising rules, for example, when we had the opportunity uh, when the last BC Liberal government was in place, yeah. and I think that what we need to do is is uh, ensure that people feel that we're leading with uh, accountability and responsibility, certainly with taxpayer dollars, and that's certainly you know the fiscal responsibility is a cornerstone of the BC Liberal Party and certainly of my campaign, but also in terms of truly listening, we need to have that level of engagement where members and other British Columbians didn't feel like we were hearing their concerns and their issues, and really talking to those issues beyond just the narrow focus of jobs in the economy. And as we go forward, we have to keep this party united around common values as to what we stand for as BC Liberals. So uh, this is a, a complete uh, rebuilding process. And I know that uh, as we go forward in the next uh, seven months and a week, uh, there'll be lots of opportunity to have that level of engagement.
0: Can you, um, can you look back on your own uh, contesting of the leadership last time? and tell me a little bit in, in your own post-mortem way, um, what do you feel you had to develop as skills in order to seek the leadership this time?
1: I uh, thought that in terms of the leadership race last time, we did reach out uh, across the province. We signed up the most number of new members, what was reported as 10,000 or 30,000 new members uh, for the party. We had a very strong digital uh, presence uh, as well as a youth, uh, young component to the campaign. Those are the things, those ingredients, uh, Kirk, that we will again have, uh, like any other leadership candidate that will all want to be having strong uh, focuses in those three areas. I believe that I have a very broad appeal, including in the Lower Mainland. Uh, but I learned a lot, Kirk, as you say. I I, I wasn't uh, as well known as the former cabinet ministers that uh, I ran yeah. against or former mayors uh, in the race. I was the one who had the least profile uh, starting the race and and i would say that as i did more meet and greets around the province uh that i was up well, i was picking up traction i think in terms of my so-called debate performance it continued to strengthen and improve through the course of the race as well uh and i think my voice uh you know when we talk about uh the way the race came together really quickly kirk i didn't have as much opportunity as i do this time to really shape the campaign the way i believe it should be shaped around the values around truly hearing and understanding what is best for British Columbia as we go forward and so obviously we're in the midst of a pandemic and and hopefully everybody's staying safe and as we the restrictions from a health point of view relax a little appropriately and safely over the summer into the fall we'll have more opportunity uh, to really get that message out in front of a likely federal election as well.
0: I want to talk a little bit, Michael, about, about values in this, and because I, I think it would be fair to say that you're more of a social conservative than some of the others in the race. And I want to ask how, the, how that informs your politics and, and what that would do in terms of your own emphasis as not just a party leader, but ultimately as a premier.
1: Well, Kirk, I, I think that uh, the NDP have... Uh, uh, come at that, uh, topic, I would say, uh, within a day after I launched Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, they're, they're digging up some past, uh, uh, issues, let's say that were made very clear in my last campaign, which was three and a half years ago. I was very clear that I believe in a woman's right to choose. Mm -hmm. I was very clear in terms of, and I think everyone who knows me believes that uh, I know and I stand for a very balanced and inclusive party, one that recognizes uh, LGBTQ rights, recognizes and and very much embraces that we need to have a place in our province and a party that clearly is inclusive, that is not discriminatory in any way of anyone based on their age or gender or sexual orientation, religion, uh, as we come forward, and that uh There is no place for intolerance in our party, as well as the fact that uh, as we look at uh, our education system, for example, uh, the third point that the NDP questioned, you know, I believe that we need to have an inclusive education system, one that helps young people navigate in a a dynamic world. And that includes programs like SOGI. So I reject any question uh, relating to uh, any of those considerations. Uh, I am a family-based, uh, person as anyone else in, in terms of a strong family and recognizing how we need to support each other, uh, and that there's responsibility uh, for each of us in our communities in terms of what we contribute. Uh, so I, I Kirk, would not characterize myself in, in that manner. Uh, but I think certainly for the BC Little Party, we need, do we need to have respect for people's views. And I do think that uh, as we come forward, we have a common set of values, which I just articulated in some manner, and certainly happy to talk further about. Uh, but we have to set that very clearly and and recognize that those who support the BC Liberal Party share those common values as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, you know, we could uh, walk through the postmortem that the party did uh, of all this. And uh, as you alluded to earlier, you know, it, it, it was a pretty important document for the party. Um, would you agree with the overall sentiment, <clears throat> pardon me, that, <clears throat> that came from that, which was that the party took a long time, uh, the leadership took a long time in order to send a very clear signal about uh, about issues involving tolerance and acceptance and inclusivity and, and so on.
1: You know, Kirk, uh, I'm a member of the team and certainly I support uh, the team as we went through all those difficult times and there were pressure points that uh, were being raised, including by the NDP and press progress and, other arms of that, uh, that government, Uh, you know, I I think that uh, uh, we have a respectful uh, team and that uh, a lot of those concerns uh, that we were working through and navigating uh, certainly were important to address, uh, but I'm not uh, going to uh, uh, second guess that uh, at this time we have to move forward. And I believe that uh, rather than looking backwards, we have to look forwards and that's why I stand To come forward to build a more balanced and inclusive party for the bc liberals and uh that's why i decided to run again i mean i think that as much as you talk about uh, what i learned from the first campaign i never really expected to have this opportunity right i expected that uh, we were going to be winning that next election whenever that was held and it was held one year earlier they broke the fixed election date law as you know uh in the middle of a pandemic it was the wrong decision for this province But now we're in the situation where we have the opportunity to rebuild the party uh, and reset the values for the party. And I want to be very clear with that uh, as we go through the next seven and a half months.
0: Um, The NDP may have uh, fractured the uh, set uh, election date, but uh, it appears to have worked principally in its favor. You know, the premier is now riding rather high in terms of public perception. So what can you do to knock him off his perch?
1: I believe he made a mistake. Uh, John Horgan uh, made the wrong call. Uh, you know, I think he demonstrated that he's prepared to put his political future ahead of uh, the provinces. Uh, it was the wrong decision, clearly. And uh, I know that in talking to many voters uh, from a safe distance on their doorstep in Vancouver Langara through that election, uh, that regardless of whether you vote for the BC Liberals, or the BC Greens, or the BC NDP. Uh, There was widespread recognition that that was the wrong decision. It was a bad decision. And I think it demonstrates exactly the kind of leader that we have currently. Uh, And I I think as we look at other decisions that have been made uh, over the course of their their, uh, government, uh, that there are other examples of that. The discrimination treatment that we see in terms of the union benefit agreements, for example, that favor only certain unions uh, and discriminate against what is 85% of the construction workforce on public infrastructure projects. The expansion of government, it's only government knows best. And that's the only solution here. The cost structure of government is getting larger and larger and it's not affordable or sustainable for for our province as we move forward. So I I believe Kirk that uh, we're gonna see, uh, we know that we had to keep a strong focus on getting through this pandemic. And that's been so important. Uh, And many sacrifices have been made and and many lives lost, unfortunately, regrettably. But now that we're coming through this, uh, they're going to start to show their colors. and, And I think that that's where there's going to be opportunity to present a stronger alternative as we get through the balance of this leadership race and coming out of it when we have another leader, a new leader for this party in February of 2022.
0: Yeah. Whether it's this party in power right now or the party in power after the next election, Michael, there are some very difficult economic choices of any government given that you know there's no question uh, going to be uh, uh, diminished revenue of some sort for some time and uh, an increased expectation of public involvement in the economy. Um, Where does that guide you on the kinds of choices that have to be made here in the next three, four, five, six years?
1: Kirk, I think this is, uh, the reason why we need stronger leadership in this province. Uh, we are at a real tipping point, as you say, uh, Mm -hmm. certainly some sectors of our economy have been able to continue to perform well. Um, you know, I think the construction industry, for example, um, some of the industries in the, in the resource sector. Uh, but as we know, right, with hospitality and tourism, uh, for obvious reasons, uh, it's been a real challenge. Uh, I think the cost structure in this current government, uh, even before COVID, in terms of the level of public sector hiring that built up the cost structure, I, I think it's it's unsustainable, as I mentioned. And the tax structure is as well. So as we go forward, I think, Kirk, uh, what COVID has demonstrated to us all is the way that the world can adapt very quickly. Uh, Even from a protectionist point of view, whether it's production of vaccinations or otherwise, uh, I think that the borders have closed for safety reasons, but they've also, there's a certain protectionist attitude I think that's out there that we have to be stronger in our own terms, uh, that we need to continue to build the trade relationships with the Asia Pacific uh, and the United States, uh, but, but we're gonna need to do that in partnership with the private sector, with not-for-profit organizations, and, of course, with First Nations in order to move forward this province. So we don't need this leadership, which is the politics of division, pitting one group against another. And, you know, I think that the the real challenge for us is how do we bring things together in this province to collaborate more uh, because we're going to need that level of cooperation for us to really prosper for the future, including for our children and grandchildren to come
0: you know at at the risk of flattering you too much uh you know i've always found you a very gracious person who doesn't have uh really nasty personal things to say about rivals terribly much um but i want to at least ask you to position yourself against your rivals in this race and tell me a little bit about what you think you have that they don't
1: Kirk, uh, uh, thanks for that uh, uh, comment. Uh, You know, we are all on the same team and I welcome uh, what will be a very strong competitive race. We have four official candidates uh, now uh, with Gavin Dew, uh, uh, Val Litwin, uh, Kevin Falcon. Uh, I expect we'll have at least two more uh, that are coming and I'm happy to talk about them in the future once they are officially announced as well. Ellis Ross, of course, is one of those uh, two that I expect because he's already announced in, in some yeah. ways, but uh, he's a great colleague, uh, certainly. And I believe that every one of us uh, and anyone else who decides to throw their hat in the ring, welcome that too, uh, are going to provide a lot of strong ideas, Kirk, a lot of strong leadership perspectives of what we need to do to move forward. And they're going to bring a lot of energy to this race, which is what, what this party needs. For me, though, uh, you know, I um, started in the community uh, back in 1984, working with Youth at Risk in Chinatown, Uh, being on a National Youth Advisory Committee. I was selected to be on working on immigrant and social service organizations and student government and and working in the federal government for the Progressive Conservatives under Kim Campbell when she was Minister of Justice and Defense. Those were the formative years, as I call them, which were nine years of my life uh, before I went to law school at UVic. I had a 20-year career working with resource companies mining energy forestry technology companies all of those problems i know this province well i know the importance of that linkage between our resource sector which is sustainable responsible innovative uh and how it needs to partner of course with first nations and continue to look at how do we transition to a lower carbon environment but We also need to look at how everything is interconnected. I have the understanding, I believe, and the feel for communities here in the Lower Mainland and around the province. We have similar issues in terms of those who are homeless, those who are struggling for mental health and addiction, community safety. How do we find those right supports for uh, those who need to be educated, uh, both for the jobs of tomorrow and the skills and retraining? Uh, These are issues that I believe that I have a strong understanding about And I come at this from a different perspective, Kirk, because I left my law practice after 20 years, after about 37 years in the community, uh, when my kids were out of high school, as a commitment to my wife, Christina, to really help improve the level of excellence that we have in our elected officials, whether it's federal, provincial, or municipal. And we know we have challenges in all three levels. I have an opportunity here to run for leadership of this party again to reshape a campaign and hopefully the party to come uh, to be a stronger organization that I believe will really connect with voters and do the right things for the future of this province.
0: Well uh, you're actually setting up my next question that I had planned which is that you of course you did come to politics from a law practice a law practice you could presumably return to one that would make you more money I'm sure um, are you committed to running again if you don't succeed this time around in the leadership race? Yes. I mean, I, look, I,
1: I, uh, I had other opportunities, uh, as they say, uh, politically after the last leadership run, and there was lots of rumors uh, and before the, before the leadership and before I ran as a candidate for Vancouver Langara. And uh, look, I'm, I'm committed to uh, this team. I'm committed to uh, support the next leader of this party, whoever that may be um obviously i'm committed for uh what would be a 12 to 16 year commitment uh if i win the leadership uh because uh this is a long run it's a yes. long run in terms of the history of this province and how we continue to rebuild this organization uh but in terms of the law practice and all of that you know i think that um uh, i certainly um have a, a lot of good understanding in terms of uh the great businesses and organizations that have built our province. And, uh, you know, we, we all are, are uh, working together in different ways. and We all have different roles to play in this. So I look forward to continuing those levels of collaborations as we go forward.
0: I've asked uh, others in this race, uh, I think, a similar question, Michael, and I will we'll conclude our conversation with it. It has everything to do with the fact that, you know, you at some point in February, one of you is going to wake up one morning and you'll be the leader of this party and i want to ask in conclusion um what's the first thing you'll do that morning thank my wife christina Uh
1: i you know i think what we'll do is we'll spend a little time uh together because this is a long haul i i uh i think i counted up uh recently out of 60 months five years at this uh which includes a year in the lead up to running as a candidate in vancouver langara that christina's been with me on this that uh I would have been campaigning for about 36 months out of 60 months. When you include the referendum, the 9-month referendum fight to keep our current fresh past the post system. Uh so it's been a long run and it's a lot to ask of family and my my wife Christina and and others, right? So, you know, I think that uh after that, though, Kirk, it will be making a lot of phone calls to uh to thank those who uh uh, were involved and supported, and to reach out. I mean, to reach out to uh, the other teams that were involved, the, the other candidates, of course, that I would have seen the night before uh, when the vote count comes in. But the rebuilding of the party uh, continues uh, the day after the leadership uh, vote comes out, and for me, it started on the day that I launched, which was two weeks ago.
0: And so that—that's you think what the the first next step will be in terms of um, in terms of guiding the party.
1: Yeah, I I think there's a lot to bring together, Kirk. We're going to need everybody's help in this. Uh, As I mentioned earlier in response to another question, we're all on the same team. And I think it's very important that we all understand that, despite the fact that uh, uh, we're going to have our debates and we're going to have our disagreements, and we're going to have to show that uh, to other members of the party and the public here through media channels like yourself in terms of different points of view. That's going to be very important. But at the end of the day, after that leadership result is done, we're all back together as one team. And and I certainly will do my utmost to reach out to uh, the so-called other camps uh, and and really get them integrated and involved and to move forward together united.
0: Well, Michael, always good to see you. Thanks a lot for your time today.
1: Well, thanks, Kirk. I appreciate this and uh, look forward to the next
0: conversation. Michael Lee is the Liberal MLA for Vancouver Langara. Of course, he's running for the BC Liberal leadership. I'm Kirk Lapointe publisher and editor in chief of business in Vancouver. Thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you again.